Welcome to the Fat Talks podcast. Here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tommy Rotimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tommy Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. Hello, welcome to my podcast. Another Thursday, another episode of Fat Talks by Tommy. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for always coming through. Today I am talking about business. I'm talking about what you do when it's not working. What do you do when it is not working? And by it, I mean your business. If you're a business owner, you're going to face this situation at some point. At some point in time, you will do everything you know to do and things still will not work. For some people, that time passes. And for some other people, it leads to even something worse, you know. But what do you do? What do you do when the business is not working? And in this case, I can actually say that you can consider business being a metaphor for life or for other things. Sometimes some of the suggestions that I make can be applied to life in general. So business could be a metaphor for life. But so, so when you listen to this, you determine how you want to apply um, the suggestions that I'm making here and determine if it is something that you're going to apply to your business or to other areas of your life. Okay. So my number one suggestion, I have to say something here before I actually say what this number one is. This particular suggestion is my most frequent advice for almost anything, right? So when I say it, I almost sound like a broken record to myself because I say this every time. I say this because it applies to almost anything and everything. So if I say this and you've heard me say this to you before, you've heard me say this on the podcast before, please don't roll your eyes. I really do believe that this is the solution for maybe 70, 80% of our issues. If it's not working, be patient. I almost felt somebody cringe there. If it's not working, wait, be patient. Be patient. Things can turn around, so keep at it. Keep at the business, things could turn around. I find that time solves most problems. With the passing of time, almost nothing stays the same. Time in itself is a change agent. Sometimes what your business needs to you to do is power through that difficult season and come up victorious on the other side. Sometimes all you need to do is wait it out. Wait it out and things will get better. 
you know, I was talking, and this is on a lighter note, but, you know, it still applies. Today, I was talking to my sister-in-law. She's a very dear friend, and she wanted to buy something off the website, so she pointed out the design. And so we just got in conversation about the design and how successful it has been in recent times. And, you know, it took me back to when we launched the design initially, which was almost a year ago, if not over a year ago. And it didn't do very well. You know, a few people here and there got it, but it didn't do as well as I had anticipated. But fast forward a year later, the same design that we struggled to sell, that we nearly pulled the plug on completely, has now become our best-selling piece for the season. Now, if you're wondering what design is it, it is. It's a cheap plug. It's called by Labuset. If you go to my website, um, exclamations.net, you will find the Labuset there. And it has honestly been um, a blessing to our business at this time. It's been a huge bestseller. But it didn't start out that way. So I'm thankful I was patient with it. I'm thankful I was patient with the design and I've been able to now see it come into its fullness. And maybe it's not even at its peak yet, but I've seen it evolve. I've seen people warm up to it. I've seen return buyers come to it. And I think it just came at the right time. So be patient. Be patient with your business. Be patient with your collection. Be patient with your process, right? Okay, so now that I've gotten my most obvious advice out of the way, let's go to number two. If your business is not working, it may be time for change. This is another one we don't like hearing. I don't know, I'm just coming up with the hard, with the hard ones today. Change. It's time to change. It's time to pivot. Your idea or your process may be outdated now. You know, many of us who have been in business for a long time, like me, I've been in business now for close to 20 years. Many of us are creatures of habit, creatures of past victims, I dare say, of our past successes. So things that have worked before have now become our default. Meanwhile, the world is changing. A new generation of Consumers are coming on. New technology that is making things more refined and more precise and more exquisite and more contemporary. They are coming up. But you are stuck in your old ways because those are the tools you understand. Those are the tools you are used to working with. But things have changed. So your business, you know, I always say that business has a life of its own. Your business is crying for something new and something fresh. It's crying for change. It's asking that you pivot. Sometimes your business in itself has to change in its entirety. And this is scary, right? But don't underestimate the value of the experience that you have as a business owner. I find that if you... If you for instance, if you're, if you're in the business of baking cakes, the principles of baking cakes can still apply 
to making clothes, right? Because certain business principles remain the same. So don't be afraid of pivoting because you think you don't have what it takes. If you've been a business person, you have the fundamentals. Now you may need to learn, research, study, or hire for your peculiar industry. But you are equipped as a business person to do almost any business, right? So don't be afraid. What I find is when people are afraid to change, even though it's obvious that change is what is needed, at the heart of it is fear. You know, we all have that voice in our heads that kind of tells us what to do. I call it the Holy Spirit. Some people call it intuition. But sometimes we are afraid to take the steps towards change because we are afraid. We are fearful. We are afraid to fail. We are afraid of leaving what we are used to to try out something different. You know, so I want you to think deeply about the cause of your hesitation. If fear is at the root of it, then you need to challenge that fear and do what is necessary. Number three, if it's not working, rest. Rest. Your business not working could simply be a result of burnout. And because you are the ideas man, right? You lack fresh ideas because you are exhausted. Exhaustion is not a good thing. I know it's celebrated on social media. You see somebody who is doing way more than they should. They are tired, they're exhausted. And, you know, we pretend as if we don't know the difference between working hard and being exhausted, you know, or the difference between being driven and being exhausted. You know, I think that's a better one. You can be driven without being exhausted. Don't buy into the lie that you have to be tired. You have to be stretched. You have to be jumping up and down, doing a million and one things when you should just be doing five. You haven't learned how to delegate. You haven't learned how to outsource. You haven't learned how to build teams and empower them. So you are doing too much. You are in the middle of your business and everything is, you know, is, is about you. And the world celebrates your exhaustion because they have this skewed idea that being exhausted means being hardworking, means being driven. No, it's not the same thing. Sometimes being exhausted is as a result of being inefficient, right? And you have to know the difference. Maybe you are not using your time well, right? So personally, I can't deal with exhaustion. If I find I'm doing too much and I'm getting tired too quickly, I check myself. It means I'm, I'm doing too much and I shouldn't be. If I'm too busy to do things I love, I'm way too busy. You know what I mean? So please check yourself. What you may need at this point just could be rest, you know, not doing more. And that may be what your business is telling you. It's telling you, hey, girl, you need to rest. And so if it's telling you that, do it. Take time out and relax. And you'll be amazed what will happen when you come, you know, when you're done resting and you come back to your business 
with fresh ideas, fresh insight, re-energized, your business will definitely be better for it. Number four, your business is not working because it needs freshness. You need to know, you know, mingle and network with new people. Expose yourself to new ideas and to new experiences. Expand your network. Expand your horizon. Open your mind. One way of doing this for me is traveling. You know, each time I travel, my mind is opened up a little bit more. Another thing you can do is join networks. These days, with WhatsApp groups, it's so super easy, right? Join networks so you meet people of like minds. Um, Go out of your way to engage with people who are different from you. I find a lot of us, if you look at your network, everybody within your network is really a version of who you are. (laughs) You know what I mean? You guys speak the same church lingo. You guys speak the same. You have the same ideas. You have the same issues. So you're just recycling old ideas. You know what I mean? But when you go out of your way to meet people who are really different from you, it does wonders. It opens up your mind and it helps you um, even in your business. This freshness, this new perspective it rubs off on everything you do. You may not know it. This is me 110%. So sometimes when people ask me why, you know, sometimes my collection, you look at my collection, you say everything looks quite different. You know, you know, at a point I used to resist this. You know, I felt I should be that designer where all your pieces are connected. And even though they kind of are, but more and more now, as I open myself to new experiences and I ex- explore my, my interests and, you know, other things I'm trying to do, I find it also reflects in the way I design. So my designs are as diverse as the ideas in my head and the people in my network, right? It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Now I've, I've totally owned it. You know what I mean? I don't fight it anymore. But because of this one thing, I think is the reason why my business has constantly been able to evolve and re um i've been able to to evolve and re rebirth renew right i've been able to just constantly stay relevant because i keep bringing something fresh to the table right you know so i i hope i'm not rambling but i i feel this is so important you know i always say evolve or die and you can't evolve if you stay stuck and committed to your old ways of doing things, right? Um, number five, take risks. Again, another advice we don't like, take risks. You know, um, playing safe is what we are naturally inclined to do, right? Because self-preservation is a human thing. You know, you have to self-preserve. So your body, your mind, everything tells you to stick to what you know. So you have to kind of go against the grain there, right? Because staying safe will only get you so far. At some point, you will have to try something new and scary and risk failure. You know, and when you do try something new, when you do take the risks, 
you are risking failure. You could possibly fail. There are no guarantees. But you will never remain the same. Never. Now I'm open to new experiences, knowing that there is a chance for failure. But I have experienced way too much in my years of doing business to realize that it's not the results in itself that should be the, the, the measure of success. It is the journey. So the people I have met on the journey of um, trying out this new thing, right, of, of, of taking this chance, taking this risk, the people I've met, the relationships, the information I have, the exposure, <clears throat> all those things are win-win for me. <clears throat> so sorry. So please take risks. If you don't take risks, you won't grow. You stay stuck. The next level always comes with a risk first. You have to risk to get to the next level. You can't get to the next level if you are just playing small, playing safe, right? So your next level or what you need to do to save your business might be risky, right? Number six, invest in yourself and invest in your business. You need fresh money to make more money. Many of us keep recycling the same capital. You know, you keep recycling it and there is a place for that. But at some point, you need to move to the next level, which means investing more in the business or in yourself. I don't need to say too much about this because I know if you're a business person, you totally get it. For some of us, the reason why we haven't done this is because we feel we don't have access to capital. That is fine. Find another way, right? Find another way to bring more investment into your business. It could be by selling part of your business. You know what I mean? It could be by hiring a higher level or a more sophisticated uh, member of your team, right? It could even just be by you know, doing a little bit a little bit more than you normally do in terms of how much inventory you stock, how much you put into marketing. Like, you know what your industry demands for, what your business demands for. Just whatever it is you are doing right now, take it up a notch. Take it up, up a notch. What I find is when you do this, you are forced to stretch yourself a little bit more, to think bigger, to think wider, to, you know, to take steps in the direction of more right you can't play safe if you have this kind of inventory in your in your stables you know what i mean if you are looking at inventory that is worth a million naira you know you have to make the moves to sell inventory worth a million naira i remember the very first time i decided to um outsource production Right. So I had this lovely skirt and I outsourced production to a factory who had minimums of maybe a hundred or two hundred or something crazy like that. And I had to take the chance. So at the point when the factory said to me, um, you know, our minimums are 200 pieces, you know, 200 didn't sound like a lot. So I just said, no problem. Go for it. The day I saw what 200 pieces looked like physically. Now 200 is nothing to us. But at the time. I saw 200 skirts and I cringed. I was like, how in the world am I going to move this stock? Anyway, with time, we did. We sold every single one of them. 
in I wouldn't say in record time, but in good enough time, you know. But that expanded my mind to the possibilities, and it helped us immediately to scale in terms of how much we were willing to invest in um in production. Right. Um. What number are we on now? We're number seven. Diversify. You have built a brand. Now build more with it. Stretch yourself to explore other sides of your creativity. You know, I talk about this exploring other sides of your creativity a lot because if you are a creative, creative, you're so much more than one thing. I, I can say this without a shadow of a doubt. And this is true for every single creative. You are so much more than one thing. Whatever it is you have managed to commercialize uh, in terms of your talent, whatever you've managed to monetize in terms of your gifts, is just one expression. You don't have to monetize every gift you have. But sometimes that is the beauty of building a brand. It allows you to at least explore. With my business, I started off designing clothes. And that platform exclamation that allowed me to write books, create courses, launch a podcast. And of course, we have diversified even in terms of the type of clothes that we make because we're able to build this thing. So take the time and build that platform, whether it is a brand or a personal brand or a product line, whatever, build that platform. But once you have, don't rest on your laurels. Diversify. There's so much more to you. You've done the hard work. You've built a platform. Now do more with it. Do more with it. Stretch yourself to explore other sides of your creativity and discover a new lease of life for your business, for your brand, and definitely, possibly, new income for you. My last advice is number eight. Wait. Yes, I'm back to number one again. Wait, wait, wait. Be patient. Like I said, this was my first point. And for emphasis, it's going to be my last point too. It could be a passing phase or a season you have to ride out. Don't make any life-changing decisions out of impatience. Pray and be led. But wait. That's it. I'm done. I'm done with today's episode. I really do hope this has helped. Please listen to this over and over and over again. Share this with your network. Share this with people who you know are struggling a little bit and might just see themselves in um, one of these points. Share it with your network and share your own insights with me. Please, I leave for your feedback. Send me an email. Send an email to Tommy at TomiRotimi.com. Just letting me know how these episodes have helped, how they have resonated. Share through a voice note on um, the Anchor app. Share through a DM on Instagram. My handle is Tommy.Rotimi. I hope you are following me there because I, I also share insights there as well. Share, share, share. Just give me feedback in any way. I'm literally begging you to do this because it means the world to me. Just to know somebody out there um, has been helped in one way or the other by listening 
to my podcast. I'm committed to doing this, so I'll do it any which way. But it would be nice to get feedback now and again. Anyway, I'm done for today. Thank you so very much for listening. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also, buy the book. Fat Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirotimi.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tommy.rotimi or tag the book page Fat Transfer by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in, please. Thank you and bye.